Welcome to the show. Tommy took my line. Hey, welcome to the show. This is Jamie, and I'm doing the opening today. We're so happy that you're here. Why are you laughing? Today like, on Omnipotent Idiots, we are going to have a Stacey very hyperventilate yeah. before we start. Yeah, we have a special guest, and we've got a really hot topic. So we're so glad you're here, and you'll hear from us right now. <laughs> Solid. Take it away, Stacy. <laughs> right, so, uh, we've always talked about wanting to make sure we do something entertaining and enlightening and whatever else you want to call it. Educational. Educational. The <laughs> there you go. So, we're going to start. Mission. Yeah, we're going to start doing a series on a major topic of discussion these days sexuality. What up? Uh, we have our friend James in the building. What's up? And your not-girlfriend, girlfriend? girlfriend? Te- technically not girlfriend, girlfriend. We were dating, but then we were like, hey, um, maybe we need to like, chill the fuck out and take it back a step. So we're not dating anymore, but we're still doing everything we were doing before. So you're just That's- fuck buddies. Yeah, Pretty friends much. with Benny's, yeah. but we also but it's like more hold than that hands they and carry. snuggle. They oh. care, they care. And you still, like that. Okay. Do you still spend, for me... Um, do you still spend the same amount of time together? Yeah, pretty much. More or less. Yeah. I'm just, so you're just being yeah. more, honestly, it sounds more responsible. Like, yeah, I know. Trying yeah. to... Just enjoying each other with no title. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Solid. And her name is uh, Shakira. Hey. Welcome <laughs> awesome. to the show. Thanks for coming, y'all. So, I guess, I don't know. I wanted to do an episode. I was hoping that we were going to have, like... Um, More representatives of the LGBT. No, well, that we were going to be able to get multiple uh, voices from different perspectives on the same show. But I think that doing this series is going to enable us to go farther into that. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward. If you listen to the show and you identify as queer of any type... Um, you know, give us a holler on the Facebook page or whatever. We'd love to get you on the show. And of course, as always, if you have any <laughs> ideas for topics, you know, throw them on the Facebook, send us some hate, tell us what you think. Um, come fight me, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> come through. Catch this fade. So I had, uh, why don't you just tell us about yourself, tell us your story, tell us, you know. Oh. I'm here every week. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. oh sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I just like talk about nothing like yeah. no. That was so like polite of you though. So thank oh, you. Sorry. Uh, but no. Well, she listens yeah. to the show. But, knows Jamie, not really here. but Jamie does have a gay sister. <laughs> I'm the only we're the gays here. Yeah. 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 Damn. Damn, I was like sitting here going like, oh cool, cool, cool. Another gay. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you. This is all you. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, I mean you your sister is a lesbian, right? Um, you, you know I think uh in general, uh there is a fair amount of like fluidity to sexuality. It's a spectrum. Yeah. Um so she Hey, sweetie. Um, she. <laughs> Does she listen? I don't know. Stacy like. I gave her the link before, so I don't um, know if she doesn't know. So up like her whole life up until she was like twenty two, um, she had dated guys. She always had a boyfriend, and we couldn't go anywhere without every freaking guy. Like, yeah. Wanting her, um, she was never happy. Everything was like the most difficult relationship. Difficult for what sometimes felt like no reason, and then 
we go to karaoke and this girl ashley like comes up really bold writes her phone number on the to-go box and i was like what the hunt claire was like oh my god like what um the next night they hang out um and they dated for like six years they were engaged they had dog babies um (laughs) No, that's like yeah. that's real. They have bulldog that's real, babies. Real. Yeah, that's, that's also real. Yes, um, and I've seen the dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah anybody that is friends with you <laughs> or on social media. Anybody that's yeah. friends with any lesbian specifically ever knows that like pit bull babies. Yep. that's like a real thing. Yes, I, I'm not my a big pit bull person. Dog. Oh, one of my dogs. dogs yeah. yeah. Well, I got okay. So I got those dogs on my own. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, yeah, your parents have one of my puppies. Uh, I love that. Wow, far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we go back a no, no ways. Yeah, um, John, John, we met in the Army, mm-hmm. so, and then... Which is a whole nother funny thing, facet. like, just yeah. you being gay in the Army, like, while Don't Ask, Don't Tell what's going on. Yeah, so, like, for background info, I joined back in 2008... Uh, September of 2008, and, uh, yeah, Don't Ask, Don't Tell was fully a thing, and, yeah, so I had to navigate that carefully, but I also, I guess just because of who I am, I was like, fuck that, like, if y'all wanna kick me out for being gay, kick me out, like, whatever, YOLO, you know? Yeah. And I, like, was sleeping with my bunkmate and basic, and the <laughs> drill sergeants, like, caught us, and was like, hey, don't do that, because we don't want to get you in trouble because you're cool yeah so i was like cool 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 respect you at know? this point in your life were you out to like your friends your family <laughs> like so like i didn't exactly have an atypical like coming out where i just decided like oh now's the time i feel free you know or whatever uh i had a girlfriend and then we broke up and then like right out of the gate i had like three days later i had another girlfriend i was like 16 and so my stepmom was like, what? What's going on? Like, one, why is she hanging out with these girls that, like, you don't really hang out with girls a lot anyways. And then now you're hanging out with this girl every day. And then, hang on, now she's gone. And three days later, there's this new girl. And I'm catching weird vibes. So this is, like, back during MySpace, right? Can I hold you Is that okay? Yeah, I'm 29. Okay. Yeah. And so this is back in uh, 06. Yeah, so MySpace, full-blown, you know, and my cell hacked it on MySpace and saw messages and was like, ah! like, Jesse's gay, you know? <laughs> I grew up Mormon, right? That's a whole other... Mormon? Yeah. Yeah, I grew up Mormon, I know. We'll get it's okay. The, everybody we'll gets, cult everybody gets really excited. Mormons are cults. Yeah. It's not a cult. That's arguable. That is okay, arguable. Okay, we'll see you next week when we talk about Mormons. <laughs> Yeah, that just give me a call, give me a call, because, yeah, it's a whole thing. But, uh, yeah, so then she, like, told my dad, my dad confronted me on, like, a Sunday evening and was like, so, uh, uh, in his awkward way, like, oh, that Whitney girl, like, so she's, uh, your girlfriend? And I was like, what? How dare you? How dare you insinuate? Ah! You know, and I, like, freaked. And then, like, 30 minutes later, I was like, yeah, that's my girlfriend, bro. <laughs> and then on Thursday, I was on a plane to my mom's house. So, yeah, uh, I was, like, snatched from the closet. I didn't come out. So. Okay. <clears throat> was that in Texas? This was technically in Arizona at the time. Okay. So. But you have, 
your one's in California and one's in Texas, right? Yeah, that's my, like where you grew. Yeah, up. my parents divorced when I was sixteen months old, and mm-hmm. she remarried and moved to Texas. And he, I spent um, fifty fifty like in Bakersfield, California, mm-hmm. and Bandera outside of San Antonio, Texas. Gotcha. So really. Opposite. Like interesting different, different dynamics. dynamics. Yeah. yeah. My mom was on five acres out in the country. My dad was in the city and like, you know, I rode like my bike around the neighborhood and whatever. Mm-hmm. So So what was what was your father's reasoning for moving you? Mm, he said because he could no longer control me. Uh-huh. And that my mm, oh girl Mormons. oh girl and I love that control. <laughs> well, I'm a control freak too, thanks to my parents, all of them except for my mom being control freaks. But anyway, so uh, what was your question? Sorry. Like what was his? Like we oh, know well, why oh, we oh, know why. Yeah, because he couldn't control me, and he attributed my gayness to my friends that I was hanging out with. Mm. What he didn't realize is I was just trying to be more my more authentic self. And so my friends were also representing that. I wasn't like just hanging out with my friends from church because I was like trying to like peep out of the closet just enough to be like, oh, what's this? Uh, I've had a crush on girls since I was 12. Now I'm 16. It's been four years. Let me find out what's up with this. Mm-hmm. You know? <clears throat> So. so did you are you a uh, are you a gold star? I unfortunately am not. I really hate that I'm not. Wait, what is that? A gold oh, star lesbian has never had yeah. penis. Oh okay. Yeah, never been a dude. Yeah. I know. I I regret that I allowed my dad's um like oppression and basically like just he and I didn't have a relationship for years after this, but like you know, when all that happened, you know, at 17, I ended up, like, dropping out of high school. I started working full-time at a Harley dealership in the mm-hmm. motor clothes department. Yeah, and the um, maintenance department manager, you know, he's, like, really cool. Like, I've always been in motorcycles. I started riding dirt bikes at, like, 12. So, I was like, I don't know. This guy's, like, dope as fuck. Like, whatever. I, I don't know. Maybe. I was, like, finally actually, like, wearing some makeup or whatever. So, I was like, I don't know. Anyone gets attention from anyone. It feels nice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, fuck it. Let's find out what's up with this. Like, my dad, yeah, yeah, my dad keeps preaching that it's a choice, you know, and whatever, whatever. Let's find out. And I was like, no, this is not the life for me. Like, I was just mad depressed for a while. And then uh, finally was just like, no, nah, I can't do this. And I got out. So. Do you remember there was one time we were in the army, I think it was on rear D and we were in that giant conference room. Have we, we were like about to have a full meeting of like full staff and we were talking bullshitting before it. And something came up and I was just like, you were talking about how like, yeah, I wouldn't fucking kiss blah, blah, blah for anything or whatever. And I was like, yeah, cause you're fucking gay. <laughs> and, everybody, and everybody was like, oh fuck. Fuck. <laughs> that used to happen all the time. People, so we were talking about this just a little earlier that I married a dude uh-huh. back in 09, pre-deployment, so I could get that BH money, mm-hmm. and so that he could get benefits, right, mm-hmm. uh, healthcare benefits. Which is a really common thing in the military <laughs> for people common. to just get contract marriages, 
even like I almost married my my female best friend who yeah you know we have no romantic intentions yeah I know a few people Absolutely. that just strictly for the money and the privilege to live any off yeah base anybody and not I've ever marriage. known that's done it successfully married somebody they would never ever have a legit relationship with uh-huh. yeah and so. Yeah, no, people would just, like, dom me out and not realize they were even doing it. And, like, bro, you Because could, nobody cared. Like, but the people that did it, because they didn't think of it as Yeah, they game. don't think about it. Like, dude, this is super illegal. And don't ask, don't tell us, don't play. So, like, mm-hmm. I could get in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely pulled me to the side and was like, dude, what dude, the fuck? What and the I was fuck? like, sorry. <laughs> I didn't think about it. Like, My what? bad. Yeah, that's... Yeah. But because it's not a... I don't have to worry about that. Being right. like a straight person, you know what I mean? Because the world is set up for straight people. You know what I mean? It's like how everything's set up for right-handed people. So when a lefty comes no, in... No, truth, truth. You yeah. know what I'm saying, though? I like, do. I just hadn't um, articulated it so accessibly before. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So you have to adapt to, you know, either in certain situations, act. you know what I mean? I guess in a way, like, I've never really chosen the easy path of adapting. I know. That, I just kind of... I, I think that's a great thing about you. I think that's yeah. why you're a great representative to be on the podcast and talk. Thanks. About. Appreciate and that. And I respect the fuck out of you. <laughs> but, yeah, so... You know, it's just kind of, you know, going back to, like, the whole not being a gold star, and that's, like, something I've always regretted is... Like you just touched on. That was like the one point in life where I really just decided to be like, oh, this doesn't make me happy. This isn't what I want to do, but I'm going to do it to try and conform. And that was like really the pinnacle of conformity for me. And so mm-hmm. I, after that, never really have conformed since. Yeah. It's a great thing. So, yeah. And I regret it, but it's okay. <laughs> But sure. you have that experience now. You know you oh, know yeah. that it wasn't for you. You know what I mean? It changed yeah. your whole life, mm-hmm. and it's the thing that gave you that ability to Absolutely. That, embrace that your know. true yeah, self. Yeah, it was that catalyst that, mm-hmm. you know. Like you said, I, uh, you said being authentic, you know, being your authentic self. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. And part of figuring out who that is is having to... Oh, yeah. Getting making, to experiment. Yeah, experimenting, making mistakes, making regrets, doing things that you do enjoy, and then... You know, focusing your attention where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. So. What up, little baby? <laughs> so, Stacy loves to talk about the Chappelle. Uh, I wasn't even Yeah, I knew really. that it was going to come yeah. up, but. I, I literally didn't say anything about this. He's been pushing this narrative the entire time. <laughs> and he didn't That's even watch it. You, you didn't you, watch it. I did not have the time. We have had the conversations between us, but I wasn't going to bring it up in, in a forum like this. Oh. I thought that you had brought it up on the podcast. I guess that it's just when we're on smoke break and pre-episode that you have talked about it like three times. So Because I've been trying to force you to watch it. Here because, we go. <laughs> because you've stated in the past that Chappelle has gotten old to you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said you need to watch I this one that. and have a fresher take to see. Because this one is, is it's 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 still edgy, but it's it's more harder. And he I, goes from a different angle this time. After I saw him in that, I, I saw Chappelle at a free live performance. Yeah, yeah I was the there with you. Yeah, Lucky. were you there? No, you, you had texted me, but by yeah. the time. It was a secret show. Yeah. yeah, you had to be in there for hours ahead, but, and they made you like I could not have a phone. It was but awesome. I could totally live. Dave out. Chappelle performed 
horribly. His performance was fucking hot trash. I'm not going to say that I'm not going to cut any fucking ties and say that I believe that he gave a piss poor performance. Um, Just to sort of frame the situation and the circumstances, not to like stick up for him, um, but he was filming something that wasn't even for his show. It was essentially B, like B footage for um, Norman Reedus' show. So... So that went would, in there to do trash, like. I mean, well, I'm just saying, in terms of like how you're going to like the amount of time you're going to put into something. This wasn't about him doing a Netflix special. Well, this was about him being that. Like, and and also, Dave Chappelle should be able to kill anywhere and But see, here's, like, but here's he the has, thing, though. Here's may you because like, he didn't give a fuck. Is what I'm saying. Is that this takes a It wasn't his show. Well, I don't even think yeah. maybe maybe because of that because as as if, like I listen to a lot of podcasts from comedians and stuff and they it always talk hammered. about they yeah they also talk about those workout sessions where it's it may be mm-hmm. they're gonna throw mm-hmm. in some of their good shit and then they're gonna throw in some of the shit that they're trying to work out that may not be that he, great. Right. He also hadn't done anything for a long time before that, so I think it could yeah because that that was before his last two or three specials that got put on yeah. Netflix. So, Either way, we digress. I do understand yeah. what you were saying because it, it got to be a little bit repetitive with some of this stuff, but this one is is just a 1,000% hardcore fuck you. That's the entire... the entire Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is that I don't like that about comedy. Right. That to be inflammatory, being... inflammatory, to be inflammatory, to create buzz. That's one of the you know, things that I was reading because online that people were feeling about it, and I was just kind of like... I mean, yeah, but this is like... What but this is my thing, and I, I, and I can respect that coming yeah, from you, but I can't up. respect Let that coming talk. for you right now. <laughs> Let, Let me talk. talk. Let me talk. I mean, he touched everybody. Go ahead. Yeah, that's fine, but it's fucking lazy. It's lazy to say, I'm just going to try and be offensive, and I'm going to fucking piss people off just for the fucking sake of it. Like, sure, if you're bus. getting a point across, sure, but there's so many people that are like, I'm going to find the way to make rape funny because rape is the unfunniest thing and people are too offended about it and so I'm going to do this I'm going to fucking I'm going to piss off the people who are pissed off but I also feel like within if if you watch it and you really watch it but behind at the end of every single really fucked up thing that he says there is a point behind it you are right. There is a point behind it. And I also kind of semi don't respect what you're saying right now when we have an ongoing anything for a joke. Hey, Fosh. Um, he also talks about that perspective mm-hmm. in the special of he can't even do jokes for people anymore right. because everyone's ready to be offended. True. The way that I view it is uh, you can't. I, I was always taught, like coming up in school, that you can't be held accountable for the contents of your imagination. So for this is his art. And if part of his art offends you, either it's not for you or it's going to make you think or have a conversation like this. I don't think he's out there. It's Dave Chappelle. He doesn't need to do anything. Really? He doesn't need to just uh, get a Netflix special. He doesn't need to try to have like some kind of come up where he's so offensive there's like 50 BuzzFeed articles about it. He doesn't need that. And he his art just happens to be like way more vulnerable than behind a canvas or behind a camera or the words of the script. So his art comes from in here. So the thing of it being like 
too offensive or just offensive for the sake of it, like that that's not a thing. I like I can't yeah, get well, I, feel, that. I, I can understand that some of the things that he says can offend some people and some of it is like Whoa! Uh, he even says he's like uh, one of his first jokes is, uh, "We're just kidding. We know there's no such thing as 36 year old good pussy." And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm 36 tomorrow!" Like, oh, like oh, I like didn't even all... think that. I forgot that joke even you say. Well, that was the one that like wounded me. I felt so wounded. I also feel like most of what you're saying right now is like after the special itself. There's like this 30 minute thing where he's doing the Q and A's after, mm-hmm. and he explains some of that and talks about that to people. Yeah. So, I mean, here's about... my thing. is like, if you go through life every single day, period, as not a famous person, a regular person, you know, we all crack jokes to people. We all interact with humans every freaking day unless you're a, you know, person that doesn't leave your fucking house. And if I went through my day solely worrying about offended people, I just wouldn't speak. Yeah. It's human. It's just... Physically impossible not to offend somebody at some point almost daily. And you at some point have to become like, I'm okay with 10% of my shit being offensive. You know, so, you know, I guess I just don't really care if he was offensive. Because there was, I mean, there was literally, I was watching him bust out laughing a few times. Mm -hmm. I didn't laugh at everything he said. I didn't think that it was the funniest shit he's ever done. I mean, that's that Rick James episode. That's for me the funniest shit he's ever done. But, you know, I still got what he was getting at, and I did, I do respect in some way that he's like, you're not supposed to poke poke fun at gay people, I'm gonna poke fun at gay people, because that shit's funny, I make fun of gay people, I make fun of lesbians, Man, sometimes lesbians come by and I'm like, cargo shorts and a tank top. <laughs> Look at those Birkenstocks. You know? And I'm sure people, I walk by and they make fun of me. Like, it is what it is. So, I guess I just, it didn't bother me. That's just my perspective. Our friend Wesley always says this thing, um, my right to offend you outweighs your right to be offended. And, like, when he used to say, because he, like, learned it in college, he was like, oh, listen to me. Um, And I was always like, oh, But now that I'm older and exposed more, I'm like, yeah, that's part of it. I don't know that I wholly agree with that. My right, and not just, I always translated, like, to offend you to say, uh, my right to say, think, what I want. I mean, outweighs. I feel like we have to be cognizant of what we say affects people. Like, if you're just being an asshole, being an asshole. Right. Then that's not really cool. Right. But if you're just being your relatively not garbage human authentic self, then, like, yeah. Like, if you're just, like, a, you know, racist piece of crap, like, yeah, we could live without you. So maybe don't. But... You know, it's a fine line that I don't think we're ever going to, like, 100% find just because you can't appeal to everybody. You just can't. And it's different for everyone, that yeah. line. and it's different for everybody. Yeah, it's just such a it's a wide berth of gray area and different shades of gray. You're just never going to happen. So, I feel like as long as we just try to do what we feel is our best self in terms of, like, not being a fucking piece of crap. <laughs> John? That's a little bit Mormon from you. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. I can't wait to talk about Mormon stuff. I'm like, I'm done with this one episode. Moving on. We're going to start recording the Scrap Mormon Grab this crap. <laughs> 
I just want to say that I had fully intended to watch the special. Oh. I, feel like, I feel like y'all can kiss my whole ass because y'all just like blindside jumped me there on that one. Oh, so I just want to say well, that, let me talk. God damn it. Y'all keep fucking talking over me. Whoa. Fuck. So I just wanted to say that I had planned to watch it since we, when did we come up with this topic? Thursday, right? And I've been working and... I set up the guest and... Life. Okay. So, yes, life. Thank you. But, my argument is, I think that Dave Chappelle is funny. I, th I saw him be lazy and not give a shit about his art in a personal performance. Then, I see him, all this publicity about him being uh, off offensive just to be offensive. I've also seen other comics. I saw Doug Stanhope in person. All the all of my comedy heroes that I've seen in person, I lost respect for them after I saw them. Because they, both of them, the two that I have seen, uh, Doug Stanhope and Dave Chappelle, both did the same shit. Just got up on stage and just fucking were offensive to be offensive. Dave Chappelle wants to talk about how fucking racist the goddamn world is, but he sat there and fucking tried to guess this lady's race in the front row for goddamn 15 minutes. And she was fucking Filipino, which is what his wife is. So, like, I don't know. I Yeah, but I plan to watch it and uh, have an informed opinion, but I don't have one at this time. That is my statement. Thank you. It's cool, it's cool. I just want to say, like, with you no know, hat on, your hair is like scary. It looks so good. Dude, I have to take a shower. He's got, he's got a fucking uh, uh, that when he got that angry don't, face, don't he had a hardcore yeah, joke like, hair thing going. Like there yeah. was like uh, you were, you know, demanding the room, demanding the. Listen, mic, I, and it, John the, used to not have like good hair. <laughs> no. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Talking about my okay, hair? listen, listen, listen. Are you listen, about my Linda. long hair? Oh, your long hair was woof. <laughs> it was woof. I did not like it. Okay, for for those of you listening, I know. I'm, I was I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there. For those of you listening that can't see me, obviously, and don't know me, I've been known. <laughs> I've been, been known for how many years? I cut all my hair off back in '08 or yeah. uh. uh yeah, like December of oh fucking eight but that's or your no? Identity. No, that's yeah, your thing. that I've had fly ass fades for fucking almost eleven years. I don't fuck with my fade, like I that I do not fuck around about that. I spend thirty eight dollars before tip every every other Thursday. You can find me oh at Bell Barbershop at five p.m. getting a haircut by the fucking boss of bitch owner Mimi Bell. I live for my haircuts, okay? I don't fuck with that. So, John knows how I feel about my hair. And yes, when we were in the army, it was not the best. It was kind of like, nah, standard issue, white guy in the army. Like, Bro, you were tripping. I used to get but, in trouble I mean, all the time for my haircuts because they it were too long. It was too long, I know. And but I got him to cut it long. It was clean. I, but it wasn't necessarily, it didn't necessarily look good. <laughs> that's fine I love you and and that's you know, why I tried other looks that's I know, why I grew yeah, my hair yeah, I, respect. I got you I got you yeah I mean we all got out of the army and went a little bit wild for a little while you yeah. know 
So that's what you gotta do. Like I'm still trying to grow my hair out. I want the fucking. Cool. I want. I'm that's what I'm saying. Out. It looks good. I like I'm it. I'm gonna get that shit braided, dog. I'm gonna <laughs> get, get two it. big ass cornrows. Don't get it braided. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah. Two big old twists. Yep. He, he's trying to get like his idol. Damn, dude. Posty. <laughs> Man, Posty's your idol. That's no. Sad. <laughs> that's sad. I was about to say, John. What happened to you? No, dude. <laughs> Did you no, see that? Did this, you see that? This uh, little Netflix like clean and... beard and your hair. It's looking I did this good, for bro. a new job. Miguel, um, yeah. Miguel did this. Oh, okay. I got clipped up at the homie Miguel's house. I got house. you. Yeah. I haven't seen Miguel in a minute. Yeah, I set up. Uh, Miguel tattooed Free Jose on, on my knuckles. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. In we got to get in, you in, in here. here. God damn, that's a he guess is I've a been trip. sleeping on. Fuck. Yeah, yeah I'm going to show him the podcast. Mm-hmm. What other questions? So, like, I literally, like, I've got questions, but, like, through conversation, she's just answering them. (laughs) Okay. So, you're saying you're out of questions. What you're saying is, I knew what I was here to do, and I did it. Like, uh, like, well, you're driving. So, so, like, you said you you knew you had feelings earlier. How Mm -hmm. how old were you? Um, okay. So, I didn't, was, I didn't realize, so... I didn't realize I was sexually attracted to a female until I was 12. But when I was two, when I would play dress up, I didn't wear no fucking dresses. You know what I'm saying? And when I was five, like, I even remember this when I was five. I was like, for my birthday, I'm going to wake up on my birthday and be a boy. Like, you know? And my parents were like, yeah, cool, cool. Good good luck with that. Like, (laughs) that's what you want for your birthday? Oh, fuck. You know? Let me call the Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. We're into this, but cool. Yeah, and like just forever, forever growing up, I'm like my parents would tell us stories about like, oh yeah, we went to take these pictures, and you had a BF in the fucking waiting room in that dress because you don't want to wear it. And I remember when I was like eight, and we'd be coming bitch back fit. from church. Oh, okay. oh yeah, a bitch fit. Yeah, I'm like, like, what's a BF? <laughs> yeah, a bitch fit. Yeah, the whole fucking meltdown, and then get in front of the camera and be like. Ba-ding. You know, uh-huh. and like I'd be coming home from church on Sundays, and I'd be like, "Get these fucking dress off me!" And my stepdad would get mad, like, "You can't take all your clothes off in the car." And I'd be like, "Like, real?" He like beat my ass one time because he was like, "How many times I gotta tell you not to take your clothes, church clothes off in the car?" And be like, "I don't want to be in these fucking clothes," you know? Yeah, because that, that you don't want to have a naked child in the back seat. I mean, that was me, real. I'd be like, doing fucking somersault. Like, Yo, you're gonna get us pulled off. Anybody that grew up with a swerve knows that back seat is huge. So I'd just be like, wow. Yeah, anyway, so. Yeah, no, I didn't realize I was like sexually attracted to women until I was 12. I had a friend named Maddie. She was redhead. She was fit, you know, and I was like, hey. And then, yeah, it just kind of like went from there. Like, like I, I don't know how it was for guys, honestly, but. I feel like it has to be somewhat similar. Like, all of a sudden, one day, it's like, oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. I wonder what she looks like naked. And you're like, wait, what? where'd that thought come from? Yeah. Like, what? And then it's just, that's all you think about. Yeah. I was a, <coughs> shit, I was a late bloomer. I was oblivious for a long fucking time. I didn't give a fuck. I mean, how I, like, old were you when you first realized you wanted to see a girl naked? I was young. Yeah, I was young. Some people were young. I was. Well, I was young. I was 
Yeah, I was pretty well, you young, but I was like eight or nine. I didn't oh. like pursue it for a while. <laughs> well, see, I, I was—I mean, I'm—I'm I'm, I'm an early bloomer with a lot of things in life, so yeah. my, my stuff. Didn't was... you suck a dick at like eight? No. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not gay because you didn't want to, but that never happened. Talk about rape. Exactly. There you are. Exactly. Exactly. But it wasn't. See, like you said, you don't get to decide what's offensive. There you go. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> then you don't get to argue. <laughs> <laughs> then y'all are fucking up y'all's own argument as well. Oh, oh don't take good. us down with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, grab. Yeah. Um. You, you fucking bigots! <laughs> what? <laughs> How dare you? Singer says that's like the most offensive word you can say to a white person. You said that to me before. Man. I'm the minority in this room today. The ginger. Straight white man. Yeah. Ginger white man. <laughs> yeah. So how old were you when you were first uh, sexually attracted to a man? Oh, hang on, time out. Can I um, segue, sort of, kind of? Jamie, are you, like, on the spectrum? So, there is a spectrum of sexuality, right? There's, like, I'm straight, I've never even looked at a female weird, which is rare. And then there's the other side of the spectrum where it's, like, I only like sleeping with women, and I don't even go for, like, penetration necessarily or whatever, whatever. Like, if you say penis, I go, ah, you know? So, that's the spectrum, right? Uh Uh-huh, okay. Have you been attracted to women? Or where are you at on that? Yeah, so like, um, in like middle school, high school. So okay, so when I was younger, I always had a crush on a boy. I always had a crush. I always had a crush. There was always You're a boy. That I liked. Girl. I liked. I liked everyone. I like obsessed over like TV stars. Like I just wanted a boyfriend. <laughs> um, so cool. I always like. So in terms of like when the age was like, <laughs> I don't know the first time I saw like Jason Priestley, I, whatever age that was. Um, I don't know what he looks like. Nine hundred two one zero. He was oh, like the no. brother on Nine Hundred Two. Anyway, never watched it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there came a time in middle school and high school where making out with a girl at a party for guys' attention oh, yeah, was know. the thing. I lived and for like, that because I was like, hold yes, on, hold bitch. Hold on, hold on. Juggalos did that too? Shut ah! up. <laughs> I hate you. All <laughs> girls everywhere did that. And I was like, oh, you need to make out with a girl? Cool, yeah. cool, cool. Got you, got so you, got doing you. that at parties. Um, <laughs> was there any attraction to the female at the time, though? Or were you doing it strictly? Were there any, like, there was, tingling? There was, it was 100% to serve the guy in the room. Interesting. So no but, whatsoever. But disagree. Disagree. So I'm, I'm asking. I'm I know. Not, no, you no, are he, telling. Yeah, no, I'm asking. She's trying. No, she's trying to give an there answer. Is no and you're heat. talking over her. Um, there. I mean, there was. I think being it's, having your lips touch someone and having someone right, hug you and right. hold you and like kiss you. Like, oh yeah. Well, absolutely. it is a physical chemical reaction. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's how people fake it in straight relationships for so long. That's how you get away with it. Anyone kissing your neck or yeah. breath on your neck is going to feel nice. Um, and so that like high school time, that was definitely like for that. Um, and then as I've gotten older and older, um, I definitely like look at women's bodies all the time. I um, would absolutely like 
hook up with a girl like no problems yeah. if I, you're, the, like, chick I that, found you're her. the chick that would come through the club and hit on me when I'm working uh, yes. yes yeah I yes but when I think about like at the end of my days where uh where I will end up <laughs> on like a rocking chair like I imagine that like if I were to get married I would probably get married to a man yeah unless I found a girl that was like Change that, um, which Again, I don't. The girl that comes to the club hits on me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, for those of you also listening that can't see me, I'm extra, extra gay, so I'm like <laughs> super budge. Yeah. Fits the profile. Um, <laughs> so, uh, not a no, but when I think about the relationships that I like, I'm currently pursuing and where I see at the end of my days. Um, I would say probably falls definitely on the straighter end of things, yeah. but that doesn't like count out other situations. Yeah, no, that's totally normal. That's um, actually like more normal these I days than yeah. women that just go like never. They nine times out of ten they're lying completely through their teeth. And also the other nine times out of ten most common thing is like I would love for a dyke to go down on me, but I'm not going down on her. See, I disagree. No way. Pillow princess, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I bet you do want the best sex of your whole fucking life, bitch. But I don't want the worst sex of my whole life. So sorry. Sorry, no, sorry. That's why I have a strict no lesbian virgin policy. Like, I'm not going to sleep with a chick that does not fuck with chicks. I don't do it. I don't do it. And that's one of the things that I've told her. Like, she doesn't worry about me getting picked up at the bar because nine times out of ten, I. Get hit on my chicks that just want me to eat them out. And it's like, I'm not doing that for you because I get nothing out of that. Uh, yeah. Charlie's like, preach! Yeah. Preach! <laughs> um, Shout out to my dog. And so my sister was like engaged to a woman mm-hmm. after being with guys her whole life and they broke up. So I had watched and still am dealing with my sister um, being in such a land of confusion. Yeah, I meant to circle back and ask like, you about that. Like, she doesn't know. Had, who, she doesn't know what to do now. She she's just lost. So she's sleeping with a guy now. But after they broke yep. up, she dated two or three women. Um, she's just like, and you know, it that happens where a female never was with a female before, and then like that weird chemical enigma of a person comes into your life and then you're just like whoa who what is this like it doesn't matter who they are what they are whatever whatever it's that energy it's that person you know whatever that just fills this void you didn't know you had and then when it leaves Mm -hmm. you're just like what do i do now do i fuck with dudes again do i fuck with chicks still Mm -hmm. like if i fuck with chicks now like maybe i'm dealing with fuck boys that you know because there, oh, there, there's a lesbian epidemic of fuckboys. I used to be a fuckboy. Now I just look like a fuckboy, mm. but I don't act like one anymore. That's the important <laughs> thing. That's the important part, you know. I can still wear the snapbacks, flat bill, whatever, whatever, but not act like it. Yeah. So, but yeah, like, and then it's just like, what do you do? And her fiancé uh, transitioned at the end of their... That, so she was that, just that's, like... That's... You could probably talk yeah, about that for sure. <laughs> yeah, Shakira is femme. I am not. And that's like a really common thing right now with the lesbian community where women are almost... Femme women that are attracted to butch women are having an issue where a lot of the super butch 
females like myself are transitioning. And so yeah. you'll be dating somebody. I know somebody it's happening to right now. You know, they started, uh, I can't think of his name before, but his name now is Liam. And they were a lesbian couple, you know. And now she's, now you're having to re-identify yourself mm-hmm. also. You're no, you're no she, longer in a lesbian relationship. You're now in a, quote-unquote, cisgender relationship. And you're also not, you know, you're, you've lost your sense of community. You've lost everything. It just creates this whole vortex of, like, what the fuck is my mm-hmm. life anymore? Who am I? So, yeah. I can't even imagine. So how... Yes? No? Maybe so? Sure. Yeah, how many sure. of yours have... But that would wouldn't have any of your exes transitioned? Um, no? Not completely. I know that one of my exes is in the process of it, but it's such an expensive process. It, they're mm-hmm. just on tea, or yeah, she's on. She tea. hasn't had. Tea. He hasn't had talk. Nothing. Nothing. Just nothing. tea. Which that's by the way, pretty much in my mind, the only thing you need to start to say you're transitioning yeah, is to go on tea. Well, you talked about, you said when you were five, yeah. you were like, I oh, want to wake bro, up bro, as a bro, boy. Bro. So, well, like, I, how does that okay. factor yeah. in? Too? Right. So, I'm extra butch, like I've said. Mm-hmm. I, I, we use, I flux between male and female pronouns. Mm-hmm. If she calls me daddy, I'm like, you know, <laughs> and it, but if she also, if she calls me handsome or beautiful, whatever, whatever, I like them both. Um... It, for me, it's more about the fact that, like, yes, if I could snap my fingers, have lived my whole life as a cisgender male, could be a cisgender male right now, I would. Mm-hmm. But I'm not so, um, you know, body dysmorphia in you know with myself that I would put myself through the process of transitioning. Mm-hmm. You know, so... That's kind of how it is for me. Just it's, the process is, is tough. Well, it's never going to be fully what you want. I just yeah. feel like I would be disappointed. It's like, you know, you 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 read about a restaurant online and you you live for this meal you're going to have and you whatever, whatever, and you show up and Yo, it's I like... I your analogies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like my left-handed yeah. scissor. Yeah, yeah, and you get there and your steak is just not quite right. And you're like, the fuck? I've been... All this, yeah. but now you're and stuck it's with not. That yeah, and you know, it's it's, it's, not... it's easier for a male to transition from male to female mm-hmm. and birth yes. stuff. You have stuff to give up. Females, they're creating something that didn't exist, and it's like you're never gonna have a fully one hundred percent realized penis. And I'm like, I want to have a dick. Like, if I was a dude, I want to be like a full on dude. I don't want to have scars you know from getting top surgery i wouldn't want to have i'm a very hippie female i don't want to have be a big hip dude i don't you know hey, i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't want to you're proportionately hippie you know you're tall i'm wider on the bottom than i am on the top period i've always had a bubble butt even when mm-hmm. i was skinny i've always had a big butt like you know so even if i was one of these trans guys that did start getting super fit, the tea like altered my whole life, I'd still be a thick bottom dude. And I don't want to look like that. You know what I mean? So like, yes, if I could snap my fingers and be six foot three and like wide, wide shoulders and narrow hips and like, 
you know, uh, 200 pounds and fucking punch somebody's goddamn brains in, like, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> that's my body. That's my body. There's more people, but that's not going to happen. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean. So, yeah. Yeah, I, she runs into the, especially after they broke up, she was running into that same thing of what she was attracted to. She felt like was disappearing. Yeah, I'm becoming, I'm answer. becoming a unicorn. Yeah. Really, I'm becoming a unicorn that I'm this masculine, but also, like, I'm comfortable with my femininity, and, and, you know, I, like, okay, so for a living, I'm a welder, right? I have the most certifications in my whole shop. I'm a boss. You're also a bouncer. Yeah, I also was a bouncer at a bar. Now I work the front counter taking people's money, because I make more money, and, uh... (laughs) Yeah, so, and I drive trucks, um, I have motorcycles, uh... And when we were in the, in the army, we did mechanics. Yeah, like, I worked on helicopters, yeah. like... You're one super, of the most mechanically inclined people I know. Yeah, and I still feel wildly inadequate, but yeah, I feel you. And so, but I also cross-stitch. We also lay in bed and play and fuck with coloring books. You know what I mean? I also cook. I love to cook. You know what I mean? So, I really am, like, in my mind, the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm i not going to transition. So, yeah, you can basically... You basically are the best of both worlds. You can be dating a dude, but also a chick. And I'll strap up and dick you down. But I also... You know, I'm not... I'm not going to let you do that. But, you know. You but I think that's time. just about... <laughs> what the fuck?! <laughs> No tear. <laughs> I think that's just about challenging gender ste- or ch- challenging stereotypical gender roles because, yeah. like you know, yeah. I I paint and like you know when we had the twenty questions, you talked about how I talk about my emotions and like I yeah. think yeah. that that's that's a big thing to me is challenging stereotypical um, gender Wait, gender roles because like, enough I've had to learn how to talk about my emotions more even though because I like so hardcore went like masculine at mm-hmm. first. Yeah. I've had to learn as I've gotten older to talk about my emotions. Yeah. Like, in my house, like, my parents have a very traditional relationship, but the gender roles are kind of switched. Like, my mom does a lot of the, like, um, handiwork around the house just because mm-hmm. my dad's fucking won't do it. He's too lazy. I get right? that. I but my that. dad cooks, and he likes doing the grocery shopping. Yeah. So, like... You know, and my mom grew up, like, working on cars and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, there, and she, she worked all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I never had this thing of, like, well, that's mom's job or that's dad's right. job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, my mom is a very independent person, and I've always, like, that's helped me be like, no, of course a, a woman can do that. Of course she can teach me how to do this you know what yeah. i mean so i've always tried to challenge that and that was part of that's you know, that's my parents also yeah yeah both sets of my parents my dad and stepmom um they raised their company from infancy together so they mm-hmm. worked together and then like my dad cooks my stepmom cooks like she has her tools that he don't fuck with and he has his stuff and whatever whatever and mm-hmm. they swap back and forth and then, like, my stepdad was, theirs was, my mom and my stepdad's was very much more gender stereotypical cisgender relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that's just because of, like, who they are and also because my mom, like, enjoyed taking care of him in a way. So, like, mm-hmm. he would come home from work, sit down in his recliner, and she would fix him a plate. Mm-hmm. Or, like, we would all sit down as a family together and she would fix, he would sit down at the head of the table and she would fix him a plate and bring it mm-hmm. to him, you know. And she, But she also didn't work and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But she also would fully be, you know, my mom was a boss before yeah. she got with him and stuff, too. And, you know, <clears throat> and with him, you know, she rode motorcycles and... I think it's just about being your authentic self, like what we're talking about. Like, not, you know, not being like, no, I don't cook because that's a woman's job. You know what I mean? If you want to fucking cook, then goddamn cook. If you don't want to cook, then just don't cook. But you don't, like, I don't know. Be responsible enough to be able to fucking feed yourself. (laughs) Jose. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's a a good stopping point. Let's let's take a break and we'll be back in a minute. Cool. All right. Yeah, sir. Or she no. got him at the salon. Unfortunately, God did not provide these. No, but they're still on you, so it doesn't matter. I got them without, I feel. So Jamie is on the Skype. <laughs> Look at it. I She's like, where are you staring? She's like, a butterfly. But now we got it on record. Yeah, so there you go. See her, Jenny? So, uh, um... Oh, yeah. You should show her your fan job. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I will. I need to take a picture, too, by the Yeah, yeah, no, that's the, awesome. um, I still want it. I had... I had another question I was going to open, but we were talking about uh, outside. Would you re- you're a Mormon, and uh, well, you grew up Mormon, and your family's mm-hmm, Mormon. Mm-hmm. How does your uh, community or your past religion view your sexuality? Okay, uh, basically, it's just like the classic, you know, Christian ideology of like, don't uh, you know, don't love the hate or don't love the sin, but love the <coughs> sinner, you know, classic. Um, basically, the like, they, they, um, I wouldn't say that they necessarily, like, don't believe in being gay, but that we're still God's children, okay. and so even just, like, this is going to sound terrible, I hate to come, I hate to compare, like, LGBT community with crackheads, but, you know what I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that, like, no, but that, like, you know, we're not a fan <coughs> of... Crackheads, we're not a fan of alcoholics, we're not a fan of, you know, people that steal or, you know, it's just like any any other person doing anything in their life that you don't want them to be doing or you don't believe in or practice yourself, but you still love them and have to care for them regardless. Okay. So, yeah. Can I ask and, a question real quick? Okay. Yeah. So, you know how, like, common Christianity views, like, LGBT as, okay, I don't know. Degenerates? No, Sorry. I don't want to make like a blanket statement, but I know with my church and many surrounding churches, like they accepted you as being gay, but they you weren't allowed to be with your partner and you weren't allowed to oh. have sex. So it was Mormonism kind of like that, where they have that same view, or couples weren't accepted. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't gone to. Just to be clear. Basically, uh, the like only... the same time that you came out, you got out of the. Oh yeah, church. yeah. Dipped, out. dipped completely. Um, the only interaction I've had with the quote-unquote Mormon faith since is with my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, it's not like I go to church with them. So, yeah, you've never gone back to visit and went yeah, to church? Yeah, no, with, no, okay. yeah. Like, last time I went to Montana to uh, spend Christmas with my family, like, they were talking about, oh, we're all thinking about going to church on Sunday as a family. Like, did you bring anything you could wear? And I was like... I'm in Montana at Christmas time, bitch. I brought jeans and flannel shirts. No. Like, plus, I'm like, and if y'all expect me to wear a dress, you are out of your fucking minds. 
So, like, what am I going to do? Roll up to church and dress and like I would court? Like, here's my slacks and dress shoes, men's dress shoes, and a button-up and looking fly? You know, like, no! So, it would be really weird. And Do you own a dress? No. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh, no. Okay. I just wanted to ask. I didn't know. No! You had one. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so the uh, you you one in the back of the closet. <laughs> no, is, absolutely when not. When is the last time I that don't... you wore a dress? Oh, God. Uh. I don't know. Sixteen. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I don't think I've worn a dress since my dad sent me with my mom. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> this is funny. So he, he picked me up from school. I, it, it, this is, uh, before I digress down, big rabbit hole. He picked me up from school. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. He's like, are you hungry? I was like, no. And I was like, why are we going to the house? And he was like, you'll see. And I'm like, man, where the fuck are we going? And we pull up to the airport. And I'm like, what the fuck? And he had packed a duffel bag full of shit in 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 the back seat. All dresses. And slapped me on a plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real, real. Shit, your dad didn't go for cigarettes. He sent you. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he literally packed, like, all shit. It, it either didn't fit or it was shit I would never fucking wear or church clothes. And he packed, like, my church shoes, my work boots, and I think, and, and like, I, I had, like, the sneakers I had on. Otherwise, it was, like, heels and work boots. I was like, the fuck am I supposed to go to school in, bro? <laughs> like, I'm still in school. <laughs> oh, you were in school. I was in high school. I was 16. You know? So, I get to my mom's, and this bitch didn't even know I was showing up. <laughs> I'm dead serious. He called her while I, he put me on the plane and called her and was like, Terry, Jesse's on the plane on the way, so I hope you're in fucking Austin, because I don't know your fucking life. I hope you're in town, because she coming. <laughs> yeah. And my mom was like, the fuck? Mm-hmm. And he called her the night that he, or like the next day or whatever, and was like, Terry, are you sitting down? And my mom was like, oh my God, my child, my baby, you know? And so, and he was like, she was like, what's wrong? And he was like, are you sitting down? She was like, damn, what's wrong? And so finally she was like, I'm sitting down, Matthew. What the fuck is going on? And he was like, Jessica is gay. And she was like, no shit, motherfucker. Like, I'm not she was gay since she was too. Like, I'm, this is not a shock at all. So, yeah. So then my poor mom, like, has to roll up to the airport and was like, Crying like I love you, and like I don't care if you like girls, I love you still. Whatever, whatever. And had to buy me a whole new wardrobe. <laughs> At least she got to like pick what you wanted. I mean, it's all from Walmart. We didn't have a lot of money, but you know, it's just jeans and t-shirts. So that's all I wanted was. But it wasn't a sneakers, dress. jeans, and t-shirt. Yeah, that's all I asked for in life. You know. Yeah, I used to rock like the two long braids and like a backwards hat and just jeans and a t-shirt and like etnies or whatever. So, when did your parents get separated? When I was 16 months old. Yeah. Oh. They, uh, my mom was going to divorce my dad sooner than she got pregnant with me. So. Tell his oldest time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just was one of those things. Like, they just weren't meant to be together. And that's, that's okay. So, my re-entry thing, what I, what I thought about at first is, like, my first 
first uh, media introduction to lesbians was uh, Showtime's The L Word. Yes! How do you feel about the transition of how, like, how, or how do you feel how about media how lesbians... Portrays lesbians? Yes. Um, it's, I, okay, I think... Because, like, there was a hardcore... I love The L Word. It's a wonderful piece of fiction. It's totally fake as fuck. Like, do we hook up? Uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of lesbians just like, you know, hook up whenever they want to. But, um, we're not all, like, you know, vegan and we don't all want to live in a city and we don't all want to, you know, just just stomp around in high heels being power women, you know? And Does it feel, I've never seen it. Does it have, like, butches and, like... There's uh, one real butch character that ends up transitioning. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so it's not an accurate representation of... This was a while ago, too. This was a long... Yeah, this was a long time ago. This was, was like, 2007? Yeah, it's really outdated now. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't know. They're revamping it. They're coming out with a new L word. And I hope that it's a little bit more representative, but it's still set in Hollywood. There's yeah. there's this whole faction of the lesbian community that never ever even gets looked at, and I think Shakira has a lot of insight on this, maybe more so than I do, because I didn't really start like fully living my true self until I joined the army. So I was already not living in the country at all. It's already in a city and just wilding out. Um, but I think there's like this whole faction of lesbian communities where there's a lot of us that are fucking rednecks. I know, you know, I, I, I'm a redneck. I drive trucks. I hunt. I fish. I camp. We're going to a fucking rodeo on the 29th. Anybody want to come? Auto farms. You know, I'm, I'm going to be wearing my boots. I'm going to be wearing jeans. I'm going to be wearing pearl snaps and a fucking hat. So, you know, like there's that whole faction that nobody ever talks about or looks at. You know. Well, so, I also I also brought that up because they had their separate depictions of like the different dynamics, uh, dynamics of lesbian, yeah. and then y'all were bringing up some <laughs> of the other subcategories. How is 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 it is that more prevalent in today's? Because like what until Ellen finally came out and all that other stuff, she was supposedly like the big breaker for lesbians <laughs> in Hollywood. Uh, I mean, I'm not exactly quite old enough. True. Um, you know, I'm only 29. Like, it'd be cool if we had, like, a lesbian that was maybe, like, 50 or 60. But, you know, uh, their obvious experience is going to be way I different know an old than lesbian. mine. Oh. <laughs> no. oh, you mean for the show? I don't yeah. know any oh. old lesbians. I mean, we, you know, I don't really have lesbian friends that are, I was going like, to say, I don't think that you're, like, super active in the, in the, well, okay, so I feel like you have. In the Savannah I feel like LGBT you have two community. different. And obviously, this is just my opinion. This uh-huh. is just my experience. But I feel like you have two different types. You either have ones kind of like me, where it's like, yeah, I like hang out with all straight people and like mostly dudes, and my like three female friends that I'm like extra tight with. And then there's other lesbians where it's like, our whole friend basis is only lesbians. And if we meet a lesbian, we're like, come into the fold, you know? And we just want to accumulate as many lesbian friends as we can. And guess what? Half of us have all fucked each other. And half of us have dated, you know, uh, the other half. And it's just all over the fucking road. And it's like, y'all drama. Uh Uh-uh. No. Not about that life. What about you? Huh? Telling our business. 
I was going to say that. I, I was going to say I identify as the second part until you said that we've all fucked each other, which is very true. I come from a very small country town, and we have all fucked each other. Yeah. I, <laughs> listen, living, like, I didn't, like, start sleeping with lots, not lots of women, but my healthy amount of women until I got to Savannah, and... Me and my, okay, okay, so I dated this one chick, and then after me, she dated a chick, and I'm, you know, fuck it. I dated this chick named Tanya. After Tanya, she dated Nicole, and then her, Tanya and Nicole split up. My, also, uh, interesting side note, they got two cats when they were together. Mm. And, and so then, years later, I ended up starting dating Nikki. Well, Nikki had dated Nicole. So now I dated Tanya, Nikki dated Nicole, and now Jesse and Nikki are dating, and we had the two cats. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also, at one point, dated this chick named Kelly, and Kelly has slept with, um, shit, I can't remember her name. This, uh, it's like, it starts with a B. Anyways, and so I had, I was dating Kelly. Kelly had start, slept with B chick. And then Nikki had also slept with B chick at one point. So you're just like Eskimo sisters across the board, like in all kinds of different <laughs> because ways. Because it's a smaller community. It is a little bit of a smaller community, but Savannah's really not that small. There's plenty of gay chicks out there. I yeah. just don't know where they all be at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shakira's like, I mean, excuse there, me? There, there are clubs. <laughs> bitch? There, there is but, a club okay, dedicated Okay, to. so this is an interesting, so to factional, um, Club One, mm-hmm. right, is a is a, it's actually so there's technically LGBT, right, lesbian, gay, trans, bi, you know, whatever, and so there is a gay club they, in Savannah. There is not yeah, a lesbian yeah. club in Savannah, mm-hmm. and for years, Club One has kind of ostracized the lesbian community. Like, because it's owned Dave and ran. Talks about. Yeah, Dave Chappelle talks about that. The G's are driving, and they and don't the, like the And the L's are up front, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we just living our true selves mm. out here. Ain't nobody giving shit about us. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, so, it, you know, they, in I don't know that it's, like, intentional. It's just how it's, how it feels. You know, and like that's who owns it, and that's yeah, gay men. And, and back that. in the day, when I first started going to Club One back in '09, I very first um, met a lady, young woman there that uh, you know was a go-go dancer, too hot to try, like banging. And so then they had something for lesbians. There's definitely more lesbians. Back in 09, it was definitely also hopping and popping. I used to go on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night. Used to dance the house down, you know, pound of Red Bulls and Bud Light all night, sweating it out, having a good time. And then, you know, and going to the drag shows, that was fun, like, whatever. <clears throat> and then, some point when we deployed in late 09 to late 2010, I, like, left, and Club One was awesome and, like, lesbian-friendly. And I came back, and it was like, you know, homegirl wasn't the go-go dancer anymore. And I went there. There was, like, nobody. There were definitely no lesbians. And the only people in there were um, bridal parties. Having mm-hmm. trying to feel like, oh, I'm wild because the lesbians talking to me. And drag queens and gay guys. 
And so it was kind of like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then they, so um, Homegirl, that was the go-go dancer, started a burlesque troupe on this East Coast. It's now up and down the East Coast. It's really great. And they were doing burlesque shows there, and they would be packed full lesbians. And, but then the owners wouldn't, like, tip them out properly. They wouldn't pay them properly. They wouldn't promote like they should, you know, and whatever. And so she said, fuck this. I'm not going to perform here if I'm not making any money. And if y'all are treating us like second-class citizens, like, fuck that. So, you know, they you wear the L's, L's now. Did you ever go to Chuck's? Tinder. <laughs> I never. I, 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 uh, I never went to Chuck's. No, yeah. Um, my Courtney used to work there, but uh, yeah, no, it's still again another gay bar. Yeah, it was. But I feel like it was less. Bar. Less. I would say more L friendly. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I I said, I especially like to uh, because it's like a dive bar. Right. I mean? Yeah. 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 So. Instead of like the high fashion, like yeah. you know, we're all the same yeah, like we all want to be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's uh, really laid back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's a gay ex like it's accessible to everyone. Like they say, it's a dive bar that gay people hang out at, right? Yeah. At least that was the idea when JP Absolutely. was there. I don't know what it's gonna be when it reopens mm-hmm. with new, with different management yeah. because it shifts. If back anything, and forth. if anything, these days, um. You know, just that LGBT community has just, you just know where you shouldn't go. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're smart, you yeah. just go like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go to that bar because it, you know. Well, that's the thing that I love about working at the Jinx is that we have, you know, burlesque shows. Yeah. I have trans people that come into the bar all the time and there's a trans person that hangs out and, or... I'm not sure if they're trans or if they are a, um, I don't know if the right term is Mm cross-dresser, but essentially um, has facial hair and and hair, um, but wears women's clothing. Yeah, Um, that's technically a cross-dresser. Well, I don't know. They might identify as trans. I I Um... haven't asked. I haven't asked. They go by Jake, so... Yeah, no, that's just a man that likes to wear... Dresses. Well, either cool. way, either way, yeah. you know, but I make sure that people don't fuck with them. Oh, for real, yeah. And, like, yeah. I look out for them, and, you know, they are more than welcome to come in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're going to protect them, and well, our like, whole bar feels that way. Yeah. But because we're, like, you know, a punk rock bar, like, we're all tatted up and, you know, look like bikers or whatever, they, there is that... Um, if I was if I was yeah. a group of flaming gay men, I would not go to the Jinx. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, cause I'd be like, oh, I don't know about that, you know. But there is. But they gonna come to smiles. Well, <laughs> but also like when we have the burlesque shows and stuff like that, there are, you know what I mean? And right. So right. people see them hanging out there, you know what I mean? And it becomes that. Oh type yeah, of no, thing. it definitely becomes like like I said, one begets two, two begets four. You know, and you just start to, I don't know, I, I wouldn't say that, like, the word gets out, because I don't know if that's such a thing. I don't go around and be like, hey, you're gay, I see you walking on the street, go to this place. But, you know, like, you just, yeah. people, I'll have, I'll have, you know, um, LGBT people that will come up to me. I work at Smiles, like I said, at the, at the, at the front desk taking the money, so a lot of times I'm one of the last people people see on the way out. And so they'll be like, hey, um, 
they don't normally go like, hey, we're gay, where should we go? But they'd be like, hey, where should we go after this? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, you know, I'll tell them where is maybe a good idea. I'll be like, what are you looking for, like, vibe-wise? Mm-hmm. And I'll give them some advice on where to go. But I don't think that there's... Where would you tell people, LGBT people, not to go and I thought that? Jen's and Friends was a lesbian bar, but it's not. It's a martini bar. Yeah, it's just a martini <laughs> bar. So with the name, I was like, No, oh. the the owner is Jen, and she's married to a dude who's there sometimes. Um, where would I tell people not to go? I used to tell people not to go to social. Yeah. But that was, this is bad. Yeah. Remember when, um... I don't even go to social. I don't like going to social because I feel like There was that one night when we all used to troll out and like 15 people at a time and homeboy had, homeboy like flashed a gun at one of us and then, what's his name, Tommy punched a window out on a fucking van. Yes. And got arrested. Yep. Yeah, because what's his name wouldn't leave him alone about it. Yep. Anyways, uh, but yeah, social's totally different now. They're totally cool. Yeah, I would totally say go there. Um... I don't know. Anywhere that I would tell people not to go, I don't go. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really go to Bar Bar because, like, last time when I used to go to Bar Bar, I was really, like, a douchebag bar. Mm. You know? I would maybe tell them, like, don't go to the obvious, like, Ranger Bars. Mm-hmm. What's a Ranger Bar? Um, what's his name? It's down on River Street. Uh, Kevin Berry's? Kevin Berry's, like... So rangers, rangers, like, oh yeah, army rangers. They're like sorry, the, army rangers. Yeah, yeah, they're the uh, high douchiest speed. of the douches. Yeah, sorry, they uh, are they like killers. Some of them, some killers. of them. Yeah, some of them can be. They they do hard. They do hardcore shit. Um, and so a lot of the time they come back and it's hard to transition out of that lifestyle. Like when you're used to fucking. You know, go, 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 go. Kicking down yeah. doors and fucking shooting people. How do you come well, back also, and just walk around? Also, it's you know like, I mean? okay, even even when we were life. deployed, you have to some, you know, even though we were, you know, fobbits and whatever and just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, worked on helicopters, even when you deploy, you have to somewhat, like, isolate emotionally. Like, you detach. have to, yeah, like, you have to detach to some degree. You have to shut down certain facets of your, like, I feel like mental, like your mental mm-hmm. space, you have to just like segregate that over here and not look at it or touch it. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah, you're just like, you're ready just in case, um, I mean this, you know. You become hyper vigilant. You become hyper vigilant. Yeah. Like, I mean, one morning I was coming off shift, I worked night shift and eating fucking breakfast and they just decided today was today they they were gonna blow a hole in the outside wall with vbid and like oh cool now i'm getting shot at great i was trying to eat my fucking eggs you know so and i was literally like i'm gonna sit here and eat these motherfucking eggs and they were like no you're not come on i was like god damn it you know so i was like genuinely pissed off i'm trying to eat yeah they get pissed off like it becomes an annoyance, like yeah, when y'all it becomes had to annoying. There was another morning where I'm laying in bed. We were getting ready to get out of there, so now I'm sleeping on a cot. I don't have my mattress anymore, so now I'm sleeping on a cot. I'm all bundled up in my pajamas, and um, you know, watching whatever on my laptop. And they just start deciding to 
more rounds and start to lobby small arms fire. I'm like, these sons of bitches. I'm in here just chilling. Get ready to get out of here. I got like three more fucking days before I go back to the States. Now I got to go out in this stupid bunker. And I'm over here with all these stupid females that are annoying as fuck. Because they're all like, uh -huh. And I'm like, man, shut up. <laughs> like, really serious. Because normally I was across the way. And I was like, well, all my dudes and all my people. And so, I, and but when we were transitioning to leave, they literally like just piled all the females into bee huts together. And I was over there with like all the paperwork people, and I was like, oh, God, these bitches that don't fucking you know like, really work for a living. But I'm also kind of misogynistic. <laughs> that is so funny to hear you say. <laughs> I think that's that redneck part of her. <laughs> no, it might be envy because I like, you know, sometimes I wish I could work in the air conditioning, but I just would blow my brains out. <laughs> so let's, we, we were talking about the car and the Chappelle reference. Do you feel that he is anywhere near correct with his statement of how the movement is going? I actually really... thought that it was pretty accurate. Um, I don't understand why gay people don't necessarily... In, I, I don't really understand why gay men and lesbians... It's like it's like I talked about earlier. Like You either do or you don't. You either fuck with the other ones or you don't. And I don't get it because I like gay guys. I like trans people. I don't understand being bi, but I'm not going to judge you for... I'm, I'm all for anybody doing whatever they want to do, so... I, I have multiple gay guys where I'm like, man, I wish we hung out more because you're fucking hilarious. You know? You said you didn't understand being bi, but you just talked about the spectrum earlier. Well, I am I mean, I know I talk about it, but, like, I couldn't sleep. I'm not sleeping on dudes. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, like, the, so the main... So she's on the complete... You're, if, the, if the spectrum was, you know, zero to five, you're... I'm a five. five. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, see, the like, my, my, my question was, though... Like, if she sees a dick, she's... Swinging. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Ah! no, no. I've seen Jose's dick. It's okay. I'm not gonna get it. It'll be just be like, man, you got a nice dick. Like, if I had a dick, I wish it looked like it's, that. Dude, the funniest thing is to hear gay guys talk about how gross vaginas are. Like, how gross. <laughs> oh, gay like, guys. Like, and maybe that's to it. See, like, like, ah! To see, like, the, the, like, disgust in their <laughs> face. And I'm like, yeah. All right, dude. Like I, I, like I, you really feel that way. Like I don't understand it, but when we were doing Violet, the lead of the play uh, was a uh, gay guy, <laughs> but in the play he loved this girl. Oh, and we yeah. got together at the end, and we were staging the final kiss. And I like literally like apologized to him. I'm like, I'm so sorry, you're about to have to kiss a girl right now. He didn't feel that way, but uh, just that idea, <laughs> right? Um. Something about Dave Chappelle's thing with the car that he was talking about. Mm -hmm. He talked about, like, the T's holding it back. Um, he didn't talk about this. Oh, but I which had... I didn't fully agree with. With the, me... T, with, the, with the trans community holding back the quote-unquote LGBT agenda. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I don't so know that I agree with that. That was the only part. And I agree, that, I agree that I don't agree with it because trans... To me, gender and sexuality are separate and i think that right when we try to like and i don't know i could be wrong please talk me out of thinking this way but like looping in the t's which is a gender situation as opposed to a sexuality situation feels like bringing something on board that is different that is a good point 
That's a really good point. That's an extremely valid point, and yet it's kind of like, I don't know, I guess in my mind it's like, lesbians are more accepted than gay men. So if I can push an agenda more easily than gay men can, why would I not help out someone that's having a harder well, time? Well, that was my life? question, too, but because he was about talking sexuality. about... Like, it's, it's, being... It is still about technically sexuality versus gender. Yeah. I think you touched but on it. But they do kind of go hand in hand because sometimes, you know, they do what they don't. Like, I, there are, you know, male to female that are lesbians. I work with one. Or I, I know, too, I work with one. Um... And then there's, you know, female to male that ends up being with gay men, you know, and it, it happens. It's I not singular, you, but it's rare that a, it's more common that a lesbian will transition and then become a gay man, I feel like. No? Maybe? Maybe not? I don't know. No? Uh, I don't know, I don't know the statistics are. We're not just, I don't know what this. It just yeah. felt like that analogy brought to light that. To me, gender is separate from sexuality. And especially with my sister and uh, her fiancé, she transitioned female to male and then was dating women, so she no longer considered herself a lesbian. Like, the gender, like, slipped... I don't know. It just... Yeah. It just was... But there are, but they are interconnected because in order to change one thing, they had to change the other. Well, I think it's more. I think, I think it's it, obviously it's just me still. Um, that I think it's more about like so. It's not just lesbian, gay, bi, trans. It's also queer. It's also polyamorous. It's also asexual. It's also you know like I don't want to have sex with anybody or I want to have sex with everybody. Like it's everybody. We just. I, I think that sex. our whole our community as a whole, and this is where he was joking around about. Oh, the whole alphabet. You know them letter people. But it, I don't even know all of them anymore, and it's just easier to say LGBT. It's quicker, but, but like I think it's just hand. encompassing all of the well, that's minorities. What, that's what I was going to ask because he was he was making somewhat of a statement about the alphabet across the spectrum with everybody is not one singular movement. It is a bunch of movements yeah, that car. are all in the yeah. same car. And that's and why I really feel, liked that analogy. Well, I think. I, I recently asked somebody, because we were going to do this episode, mm-hmm. uh, another one of my lesbian friends, and I was like, what is the difference between queer and gay? And the way that she put it is that queer was like an umbrella, umbrella title yeah. under which everything falls. Mm-hmm. So instead of but I don't saying always... LGBTQ, queer... Right. Mm-hmm. Kind of all, all queer is community. a title the that queer in- community, Which up until recently felt like anything. a derogatory term. Yes, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think it it depends on context. I think if you aim it at someone, but if you're yeah, talking you're, about it in yeah, an LGBT yeah. conversation, I well, think that that's different. yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I've context because, is key in a lot of things. Yeah, most times. <laughs> I just see a lot of people. I it's only in a quest to understand. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's... I mean, I'm glad that you're doing that. Yeah. I hope that everybody does that. 
So do you feel, you feel that's like why I'm here? No, and I didn't mean to. That's something that I have been noticing, like in the last couple of years, is the taking back of that word. Yeah. Because when I hear queer, I imagine you the crash. guy on the porch. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're uh, a fucking queer. Yeah. Or oh, yeah. Um, well, so the retaking mm-hmm. back of that, I think, is something fairly recent. I think yeah. um, there's this writer that I uh, followed a lot. His name's William S. Burroughs. Um, and he was involved in the, the beat movement. And, um, so that was, yeah. So like the thirties, um, and he identified as queer. He said that he did not identify as gay. Um, he didn't feel like he, he was like a man's man. He like hunted and had Mm -hmm. a gun and, and all this shit. Um, and he had a wife that he loved. Um, but he was also sexually attracted to men and, and had sex with men. And he identified as queer in the, in the thirties, you know what I mean? Which was, he felt was different than gay. You know I, yeah. Mean? Because yeah, I think a lot of stereotypes that, way. that a gay person couldn't like hunting, like a gay guy couldn't well, like hunting Well, I think it's also just another, um, useful word to differentiate between queer and polyamorous, which basically poly people are like... I'll date anybody. That's the only thing that I felt like Dave Chappelle got wrong. Is he was when he was like, "Oh, I'm queer. I don't know what's going on in this car, but I don't want to get in it." No, that's I, he's actually more describing polyamorous people because they're like, "Oh, well, I'll date a male to female trans, a female to male trans. I'll date a lesbian. I'll date a gay guy. I'll date a." Whatever. I thought, isn't well, that yeah, pansexual? Thought, yeah, what's the difference between poly and pansexual? I think it's you're talking about pansexual. Am I, see, am I mixing it up? Yeah, because yeah, I thought polyamorous was like what's multiple relationships. Yeah, it's like a pre-polygamy. Well, yeah, like there, there's or, pan and there's poly and there's and one no, of them listen, states multiple people, think, one of them doesn't. I think polyamorous is the term for a relationship oh, and, and so pan sure. is the, the sexual, sexual yeah. maybe I'm, I might be confusing you are confusing them it's okay which is exactly what you said yeah and I'm I'm part of the community like, and I got it mixed up maybe you know if I mean? you are pansexual then you're likely to be in a poly no polyamorous it's is holes. multiple people yeah it's okay. multiple yeah, multiple yeah sorry whereas pansexual I'm, can my be my apologies everybody pansexual yes no I'm talking about pansexual people yes are interested in all forms of people and where it's queer I think is more like I'm not gay but I don't know it's see but then I think it's an for me term. it's I like but aren't you just by then not like, I don't cis. know I think No I think it just means not cis is my understanding of it. Right yeah I think cuz I too struggled with like well what is the oh, difference between queer. Pansexual and bisexual, and it's those in betweens that you hit on when you were describing it. Yeah, they're the fine to date in the transition, or someone who doesn't identify as one or the other. Whereas bisexual is a little bit more of those (laughs) traditional roles. It's not wrong. That's hilarious. What does it say? Strange or odd? (laughs) Yes, that's what I was gonna say. Was so like in the dictionary term, and so I think it just means like different than cis. When it originally came out, it just meant yeah. I don't disagree with that. And then so then it became like a way to say you're weird Mm -hmm. and you're an outsider. You know what I mean? And now it's like okay. It's safe to identify yourself as that outsider. Before it was like an accusatory statement, and everybody was like, "They're queer." And now it's like I'm taking it back. I'm queer. You know what I mean? Like. So how do you feel about the progression of the movement so far? 
Uh, I feel like it's leaps and bounds even from when I was younger, you know? If, okay, so let's say, so I'm 29, (coughs) been quote unquote out for 13 years. I think even for 13 years, it's huge. Even in my personal life, my professional life, and just with strangers, it's it's like night and day. Like I didn't have a relationship with my father. Now I do. We're closer than we've ever been. You know, um, like I've, I, you know, I, I, and with strangers, you know, I, I don't really, so Touchette actually said it best one time. Like a lot of times people, I get stared at a lot. I don't notice it anymore. I really, I very rarely will notice it. When I went with Shakira back to where she's from in Indiana, though, I was like, the fuck? Like, I have not been stared at this much in forever. Like, I forgot what that felt like. You know, when I first moved to Savannah back in the day, like, yeah, it was like that. I would go to Walmart, do grocery shopping, and feel uncomfortable because people would be straight up gawking. And Touchette said it best one time. He said, you know what? I think people stare at you for three reasons, though. Or for two reasons. One, they're trying to figure out, are you a guy or a girl? Two, they're trying to figure out whether they like it or not. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I saw skinny and it was a good look back then. But, you know, so, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like my interactions with people are on the day-to-day basis are leaps and bounds. Um, the fact that Don't Ask, Don't Tell was you know, repealed and everything is awesome. Um, the fact that gay marriage, you're good. The fact that gay marriage is now legalized is huge. That was huge. People don't really fully, I think, understand the repercussions of something so stupid that it's, it's a, it's a legal contract. We're not getting married in churches. We don't give a shit about your religion or whatever you're doing with that. I don't want to get married in a Catholic church. I just want the legal rights of every other couple across America. I want the legal right to see my wife if she's in the hospital. I want the legal right that if my wife is estranged from her family because they're super religious and abandon her, not disown her, abandon her, and she's now in a coma and we've had a discussion on what she wants medically to happen and her family hasn't spoken to her by choice for 10 years and they get to make a decision excuse me or if if i die and i work for a company and i have life insurance and now my spouse is left with nothing that's the stuff that we wanted we wanted to make sure that our loved ones are taken care of, and that we can take care of them. That's the way I see it. What's the no? next? Any, any take on that? No? Cool. What would you envision as the <laughs> next step for the movement? That's the hard thing. Because I feel, for me, personally, all my needs have been met. Okay. You know? Um, that's why I, at this point, feel very strongly for women's rights. I'm refocused on more on women's rights and I'm focusing more on trans rights because I am so, since I'm so that close to the edge of being trans, 
I can totally relate. Like, I understand body dysmorphia. I got you. I used to be 160 pounds. Now I'm 250 pounds. Sometimes in my brain, I still think I'm 160 pounds. I think I work on yachts. I think, oh, I'll fit in that spot. No, the fuck you ain't, bitch. Like, you forgot that 100 pounds you gained. You know what I mean? So, like, I understand that plight. And I don't want them to struggle for generations like gay people did. You know what I mean? They've struggled this whole time already just in silence. You know? So, I would like to see America become more accepting of trans like they are more of the LGB community. So, you know, even I even, you know, working in the, uh, you know, being a welder and everything, the industry that I'm in, I still work with a lot of older men and specifically older men that, you know, like I, I worked with a guy that his dad is in his 60s and they've lived in Effingham their whole freaking lives. And, <coughs> you know, and it's redneck, you know, and not, I wouldn't even say redneck. I, it, you know, there's a difference between redneck and there's a difference between ignorant. And it's just ignorant as fuck out there. And, like, literally, he and I were at the gas station one time. And and he would call me his sister. We celebrated our birthdays together. Like, everything. We worked together every single day. They taught me everything I know about welding and pipe fitting. And he made fun of a gay guy right in front of me. And I'm like, dude. And, like, you can't do that. You can't be okay with him and not be okay with me. And I just feel like you can't be okay with the lesbian and gay community and not be okay with trans people. You know, you can't be okay with, you know, Stacy can't be okay with John living his authentic self and be like, get it, bro, like, I'm proud of you. And then be like, well, fuck you, because I don't agree with your authentic self. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that is that, that person that I was talking about earlier last night, one of our uh, regulars, is habitually he's just a dickhead in general Mm -hmm. but i've seen him have bad interactions and so i was like yo i've told you before to be nice right now like you need to fucking chill or we're gonna like i'm not gonna let you continue to do this yeah yeah so i think and i'm proud of you you know all it takes is enough people that say something, Mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I, and sometimes that may see, for us, it becomes easy sometimes to just brush it off and not address it. Yeah. Even just minuscule things, like where working in the door at the bar, I'll have two guys come in and one guy will be like, yeah, I'm going to pay for my boyfriend here. (laughs) And I'm like, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, oh, are you the, are you the top or the bottom or whatever? I'm like, oh yeah, I bet you're the bottom, huh? And I'll make fun of them and then I'll be like, and, or it depends on what mood I'm in. Or I'll be like, oh, you think it's fucking funny to make fun of a gay person to, uh, to make fun of gay people to a gay person? And they'll be like, uh, uh, uh. And I'll be like, yeah, how about you not fucking be ignorant? Give me your fucking money. And I take your money, stamp on them and say, get in there. Watch who the fuck you're talking to. You know what I mean? <coughs> I've also been behind a slow ride before. And, you know, if, for those that might not know what a slow ride is, it's a pedal. Pedal pub. Pedal pub. Like pedal a little bike thing. that equips like 12 to 15 people. Horrible. And 
there's this guy that was in the very last seat. Me and my ex were in her smart car. She was so we already look like idiots. She's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. I had a headache. Uh, I popped two excedrins, pounded a coffee. So I was like, like raging out already. And so he's on the back seat of the pedal of the slow ride and starts going like, and the two fingers and like making the lesbian yeah, sign like and like sticking his tongue between his yeah side, between like his fingers. Pussy, yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And Hand he's sign for- yeah, and he thinks he's so fucking funny. And so I was like, oh cool. What he didn't know that I knew was that that slow ride was about to stop because that's where they stopped. So I told her, bitch, pull in right here. And I fucking popped out of that smart car, 5'8", 250 pounds, and snatched this motherfucker off the slow ride. I reached out, I grabbed his shirt, and I said, get the fuck down. And I snatched him down. That dude was probably 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> Bit probably about 160 pounds. Then I said, "You think it's fucking funny to make fun of gay people?" I said, "You don't know who the fucks in that car." I said, "This fucking dyke's about to beat your ass today, son." Like that's and I and I told him like, "You don't know who you're fucking with." Like this crazy person right here is about to fuck you up because you thought you were funny. You know. I think that's. So, I think that's the the best thing is that. You know, y'all have been fighting your whole life to be yourselves. Like, yeah. you are not... I have well, no problem I, I coming think it's at a, you. I think it's an awesome thing when... And I think that's why people can't fuck with you. Because you are your authentic self. And because you're like, this is Thankfully, me. Thankfully, 5 8 you, ex- you, you can accept it <laughs> or you can get fucked. Like, yeah. I'm not going to fucking alter myself for any idea that you have. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, and you know, and it, and that's why that's why they always that's why pride is celebrated not just by the LGBT community but also by um, allies. Allies are a huge part of the community that people don't necessarily always address or talk about. Y'all are allies right here. Y'all, I didn't put this podcast together. I didn't ask me to come here today. Y'all are furthering the movement just by what you're doing because you feel the need and want to do it. You know, so you just brought up a, another good point that I, I totally forgot about the fucking bullshit straight pride parade in what Boston oh, or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, get out! <laughs> That's like white people having a white parade. Get out of here! Did you? You don't. They have those. They're called Klan rallies. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy attends them on Wednesdays. Hey, that clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everything. Did you see? Uh, I can't remember who was talking about it, but they they have a flag. I didn't know there was a flag, but I it's it base it. it's basically just it goes from black, it's red, white, gray, and blue, to right? white. Well, they have that one too. They black, green, and white. Yeah, black, and gray, and white. So it's still like it's like shades of black. That still all the way makes to no white. fucking sense, though. I, I have no idea. I just because the colors represent things, you know. I, I understand. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Well, they're saying that. it's only black and white, right? That's they should just saying. have a black flag. Because <laughs> if you're saying that you're straight pride, there's then technically in your frame of mind, there's only one right way, and the right way would be straight. So then there should only be a black flag, because then there's the only one right way. 
Yeah, but right? Black Flag's a kick-ass band, and if Straight Flag <laughs> took that, I'd be like, yes, they would get their ass just, kicked just have a punks. Just have a brown flag, I don't know. Brown flag, yeah, because your, your fucking opinion is shit. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so normally we close out the episodes by, you know, turning it over to you, letting you make, oh, like, fuck. a general statement. Um, you know, it could be... Shout-outs, it could be, you know... I like hot Cheetos. It could be whatever. Yeah. Like, it could be as stupid or as deep as you want it to be. Yeah, no, um, I guess... What do you want to leave us off with? Just that... the Or, or and Shakira, you know, if yeah. you want to chime in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, just the... I guess the most important thing is that anybody listening to this remembers that this is my experience. This is my opinion. Every different facet of the LGBT community is different. Everybody experiences it in a different way. I've been fortunate enough that not only am I white, I'm also a lesbian, you know, and I'm not trans, I'm not, you know, a black gay man in the Deep South. Like, (laughs) this is just my experience. I've been very fortunate in life, you know, and so... Yes, was what happened to me when I, you know, when I was snatched out of the closet. Was it optimal? No. But was it the worst thing that could have ever happened? No. You know? I saw someone could have beat the shit out of me. Like I said, thankfully, I'm I'm 5'8". I've always been uh, not a small female by no means. My dad made sure, you know, I was, I'm also, I've always been a very physical person. Always been strong, you know, in the mm-hmm. army. I always wrestled with everybody just like everybody else. Yeah. I carried, you can hold your own. Yeah, I can hold my own. I I'm pretty it. sure you've, you've fireman carried me. I don't know. That might be why I have two blown out discs. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, and I've also legally carried a a concealed firearm since I was 21 and could legally carry a concealed firearm. Um, You know, so, and and before that I carried a knife and illegally carried brass knuckles. And so, you know, I've always been prepared to back up my mouth. That's the thing. I wouldn't snatch a guy off a slow ride if I thought I was gonna get my ass beat, mm-hmm. you know. So every every different everyone's experience is different, and it's important to remember that while mine may not sound that bad, there's people's that are way worse, and that you know you may not think that your offhanded you know comment to somebody you know isn't a LGBT alibi. You might think it's funny at the time. But it's low-key damaging, you know. It's it's death by a thousand cuts. And so it's important to build up, not tear down. So that's my thing. If you want to be an ally, it, that's the best way you can do it. Well, we thank you for coming and sharing your story. And like you said, this is just your part. And we'll have more come on and continue the series. Uh, Jamie? Yes? It's good to see you again. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Bye, y'all. Thank <laughs> you.